This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Okay, thank you, Sid. I am very excited to be here with one of my favorite people on the planet, Joan Hunter. Joan has been in ministry for over 45 years, and uh, most of you know her. She's well known uh, and respected as a healing minister, author, and a dynamic, dynamic teacher. So I know most of you know her in that way. Um, Joan, you told me since last time you were here that you're experiencing a greater manifestation of God's power in your meetings or when you teach. What do you mean by that? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, as time goes on, you get deeper with the Lord, you get more experienced, and then in addition to that, I get better, more well-known then the level of expectancy of people that come, you know, with a greater level of expectancy, it's totally grounds for miracles. And so many people are getting healed, set free, saved. I mean, it's just been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I can, uh, fibromyalgia is one of my favorite things to pray for because it leaks. And I can line a whole row up of people with fibromyalgia, which is just, you know, epidemic stages and every one of them gets healed. And so oftentimes, uh, doctors try to deal with the pain, the stress, etc., with medication, uh, masking the problem as in comparison to getting to the root. Well, like the medical people do not have anything that can cure it permanently. They can make you feel better, but not cure it. And uh, and so when you understand the root of what brought it on, yes. And I have not met a person, male or female, that that trauma itself did not trigger it, mm. like parents' divorce or loss of a business and car accidents, different things like that, a traumatic event in our lives. And through all of that, it triggers the body to react, hold on to the stress. And it, it will eventually turn into chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. And then going in with that knowledge of which you that are listening today are hearing this key, that you will have the key to unlock fibromyalgia, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, all these things when you understand the actual root of that. And uh, people just get set free and they're like, I don't hurt anymore. And, and they shake their head. It's like, I don't hurt anymore. I've hurt constantly for 22 years. I don't hurt anymore. And uh, it, it's incomprehensible. And even for them, you know, and then the next morning when they wake up, they get the revelation and, and realization of that they were totally completely healed the night before because they wake up feeling refreshed. They wake up out of pain. They hadn't rolled over in the middle of the night and waking up in pain. Um, you know, I mean, it's just awesome between that and cancer and just got a report from Wisconsin this last week saying that uh, I prayed for this man's wife and just got back to the doctor and no breast cancer, no sign of it whatsoever. Had another one last week in Oklahoma, uh, went to the doctor and they said, we don't know what happened to the cancer, but it's no longer in your body. You know, so 
every area of healing from a broken toe to a broken <laughs> knee. A restaurant the other day that said he had a broken knee and uh, prayed for her and you know, and, and she had never acknowledged healing in her Christian walk before. But right there, she got fully healed. And, you know, being at the right place at the right time, but getting out of your comfort zone and going and praying for somebody and seeing them healed right there in the parking lot of a restaurant. It's just awesome. Yes. And you know what? You're talking about a greater manifestation in your meetings and everything. I mean, even to the level of people that that are even scheduled for transplants. You told me about one uh, lady who was scheduled for a heart transplant, and she actually got to cancel that transplant. Yes, she was in <laughs> She's from Pennsylvania, little teeny tiny town, population of about 300. And uh, she came in, laid hands on her. She was very depressed, very heartbroken uh, emotionally, and her physical heart was abs- was totally completely destroyed. And uh, so anyway, long story short is she in turn, um, I prayed for her, very simple prayer. If you're not familiar with me, I pray very simple prayers. You know, in the name of Jesus, I speak a new heart. It's not hard. And this woman got a supernatural brand new heart. She went back for her checkup about a month later. And lo and behold, just absolutely nothing wrong with her heart. It's a brand new heart. And the doctors canceled the surgery. Awesome. Because she flat didn't need it. Amen. And, you know, but it's it's not just her. It's, you know, they, the people come in. And they they're on a uh, they on dialysis because they can't urinate, and and they need kidney transplants. And so, I will lay hands on them, and they have to excuse themselves to go and urinate. And it's absolutely amazing because they couldn't do that, had not done it for months, and all of a sudden their kidneys were working and able to eliminate. Was just it's just mind boggling. You know, what God's doing just right there in the services, you know, or on the phone or, you know, through our prayer team. I mean, it's just awesome. You know what? You said something, Joan. You said, I pray very simple prayers. If you've heard me pray before, I pray simple prayers. And to me, that is outstanding because not everybody prays like some scholar or a theological person, you know, I know I don't. So to hear you say, I pray very simple prayers, to me, that is outstanding. And I got, I say to myself, you know what, I can do that. And for everybody listening, they can do that. That is one of the great things that I love about you. It's simple and it's practical. Okay. I have to tell our listeners something. Uh, the Joan that we've been listening to for the last couple of minutes is the Joan that most of us know. It's the Joan that I've known for decades and probably the Joan that you've known for decades. But there's something so exciting, and this is what our program is about today. Um, Joan is moving in prophecy, and I didn't know that. I don't know if you knew that, but I didn't know that. I don't think Sid knew that. Anyway, Joan, you said, I prophesy over people all the time. Tell me about that. Well, it's uh, the Word says that you can cover to prophesy. That means we are to long for it, search after it, but not search after it and not receive it. It's search after it and receive it. And and it's so it's so exciting because I've actually been doing this for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, you know. And I remember my mom sitting on the platform and I would give a prophetic word and mom would look to dad and go, 
how does she know that? <laughs> it's fascinated her with with me prophesying over over people because it was it, many times it can be very very detailed, and but it's just so exciting to to see this. It's like how do you know this? And you know, and um, I had a situation happen, um, you know, and it was like. Uh, I was prophesying over this person. I was speaking in regards to their past, but prophesying over their future. And uh, this one lady got healed of post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar, a variety of other things. Literally instantly, she was on 17 medications, and she's down to one as of a few months ago when I talked to her um, because she just doesn't need any mood-altering medication anymore. It's just amazing. And so while I'm praying with her, ministering to her, prophesying over her, her head kept jerking to the left, you know, and it would jerk to the left, jerk to the left, but she would jerk jerk, and look at her friend in the congregation, and then she'd come back to me, she says, oh, never mind, I haven't even told my friend that, because she was looking to her friend going, why did you tell her this? But all of a sudden it dawned on her, her she hadn't even told her friend. Right, and, right. And, and that's what's so awesome about the prophetic word because they know that it's of God, you know, and I just, she came into the service that day and got totally set free. So obviously I didn't know her. And, you know, and then like one of my favorite things is to prophesy over people at the airport because I'm there a lot. They don't know who <laughs> quote Joan Hunter is. Exactly. And exactly. People prophesying over them and, you know, and, and, um, and so, you know, like a bag of channel the other day, he goes, he goes, how do you know so much about me? You know, and it totally freaked him out. And so I'm talking to him, and I'm giving him an additional prophetic word. He goes, man, you and my mother, my mother is after me. And, you know, I said, no, God's after you. He's after your heart. He's after your, devo- you know, devotion to him. And uh, and it was so cute, and you know, and, and a flight attendant, he was walking up and down my house, fabulous um, as a flight attendant, and hefting everybody up and, just encouraging them. And so I, I talked to him when we got off the flight. I said, you do know you're walking the wrong aisle. <laughs> and he goes, you and my mother. He goes, I know I'm called to preach. I just have a hard time giving up this job. And, you know, and I'm like, okay, I've done my part, and his mom's done his part, but it took a mother in the space to, you know, reiterate what his mother has been telling him. Mm-hmm. And, and a total stranger just a total complete stranger and that's what's so fun yes that is fun hey listen you uh i know this is your 18th book that you've written joan you can prophesy the book you can prophesy you've been ministering for over four decades uh mostly on healing and moving in miracles and healing Uh, you said you're called as an apostle so why do a book on prophecy well the the word apostle means that my job is to equip believers, which is you that are listening today. And to equip believers, you know, vision statement of the ministry is equip believers, take the healing power beyond the four walls of church, the four corners of the earth. But as biblically, as an apostle, my calling is to train and equip believers to do the work of Jesus. Now, the work of Jesus, he prophesied, you know, he spoke Mm -hmm. words of knowledge. He he healed the sick. He raised the dead. And that we are to, to he is our example, not not me. He is our example. 
that he is the one that we are to follow in, in all the things that, that he did. And when you get the revelation that you can do more than Jesus did, and that's not saying anything bad, because that's what Jesus says. He says, greater works are you going to do because I go to my Father. Right, that's what he and said. And he, he never healed anybody except through me of fibromyalgia, because there wasn't fibromyalgia. And so, you know, I've been doing it longer than Jesus was on the earth. So by then, I should have prayed for more people and seen him heal than Jesus did. And what's so awesome is he's not jealous. He's going, go, Joan, go, Joan, and encouraging us to do more. So the prof- that's what's so awesome. Joan, the prophetic then is part of training and equipping uh, saints for ministry. Absolutely. You know, laying hands on the sick, teaching people how to lead people to the Lord, teaching people in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to prophesy, teaching them to teach, teaching them to pastor and love on the people. That is all part of training and equipping. I noticed you said the word covet earlier, and um, the word doesn't say to covet to be a prophet. It says covet to prophesy. Tell me the difference. Right. Okay, a prophet, there are people that are called to prophesy to the nation, and such as Chuck Pierce, um, Cindy Jacobs, different people, Kim Clement, different people like that. Now, I'm, I'm not, that's not my calling. I'm not to be a prophet, okay? And whereas prophesy, I can prophesy on the street, I can prophesy at the grocery store, I can prophesy at the gas station on airplanes. Um, and that's every believer can prophesy. Prophet to the nations is a whole new office, like apostle, uh, pastor, teacher, you know, evangelist, etc. Exactly. So, so tell me, you said you can prophesy anywhere you go, outside the church, inside the church, when you're traveling. What are you saying that you're doing when you prophesy? Tell us what that is. Number one, you are speaking a blessing. Number two, and you're speaking of blessing to come to fruition. Like you can point to anybody, including yourself in the mirror, because this book teaches you how to prophesy over yourself. You think, well, that's kind of weird. No, it's not weird. It's wonderful, actually. <laughs> you can point to the mirror and say, today, God is going to meet all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And it's kind of funny, even though I'm on radio, my finger is just a pointing away, you know, and uh, because I'm pointing and I'm just thinking that today God's going to meet all of my needs. And but you prophesy into that mirror. And who are who are you looking at? Yourself. You're looking at yourself. That mm-hmm. finger is being pointed to you. God wants to point to you as an example of his incredible wealth of favor and kindness in all he has done for you through Christ Jesus. Whoa, what a great word. It's Ephesians 2, verse 7. There are scriptures that we need to confess, declare, decree, prophesy, whatever it is, you know, that, and they're going to come to pass. As, as you, point to the mirror, take the light in the Lord, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. Now, the desires of your heart could be finances, could be a mate, could be children, could be a new job, you know, whatever it is. You start prophesying these things over yourself, and you're going to see them come to pass. Joan, give me or tell our audience here, you have told me one of the the biggest 
uh, most devastating crisis in your life was when you were diagnosed with breast cancer. And this is exactly what you did. What did you do? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, in the year 2000, I had just gone through a really, really horrible time in my life uh, in March. And um, and so I'm like, I'm, I'm laying on the table. I got diagnosed with breast cancer. I can see on the, the sonogram basically the whole left side of my chest area, breast area, completely covered with cancer. And, you know, you're laying on the table, hands on top of your chest. And it's like, put some flowers in my hand and I'm in a casket, which when people say the word cancer over you, that's the normal response is to envision yourself in the casket. Uh, It's kind of like a death sentence, but we need to cut those words off in our mind and say, no, cancer is a small C, Christ is the big C. And so I, I, at that point, I immediately started planning my funeral, and because they gave me about two years to live. Now, this was over 16, 17 years ago, okay? So what happened is, and I'm, I'm laying there, and I'm going, no, I have four reasons to live. Charity, Spice, Melody, and Abigail, my four daughters. And I started slapping myself, because sometimes we need to slap ourselves <laughs> and get us out of our rut. You know, and so, no, I am going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. This day I choose life. And I started prophesying over myself. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I am going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And, you know, all these years later, I am 100% cancer-free. Glory to God. The doctors up there can't describe it. I did not have a lumpectomy. I did not have mastectomy, did not have chemo, did not have radiation. I was super, super duper, holy ghost, hallelujah, supernaturally healed. Amen. Hey, listen, I I just saw something that um, in my notes, um, while you're talking about this, you said that if you hear a word of prophecy, that if that applies to you, it's okay for you to claim that prophetic word for yourself. Do you believe that there are people out there right now listening that may need that word? Absolutely. If you go, oh, wow, I wish you would prophesy that over me. Well, the thing is, you heard it. I prophesied it over you, too. And so, like, if I'm in a service and God will reveal to me, Uh, something in regards to a person, a financial situation, um, a breakthrough on their house, not having to file bankruptcy or or just something like this. And and it's a very specific financial turnaround. They need one, and I promise that's going to happen. Or they're starting a business, and they want to know if God's hand is on the business, etc. And whatever the prophetic word is, somebody across the room goes, I wish you would have prophesied that over me. Mm -hmm. So my response is, you heard it. Your job is to say, I receive it. Amen. And I am prophesying over those that are listening today, healing, health, wholeness, body, mind, soul, spirit, finances, breakthrough in every area of your life, breakthrough in the revelation that you can prophesy, and it is your covenant to be healed. According to the Word, it is your covenant to be healed. Amen. That means it's your right to be healed. And it's in the Word. It's a promise from God written in the blood of Jesus. It's your covenant right. And you need to walk in that, believe it, prophesy it, thank God for it, declare it, decree it, and so be it.
Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say amen to that as well. Give me one quick example. You mentioned finances in there, and I know a lot of people struggle in the financial realm, and they need a breakthrough in that realm. And you, uh, you, you gave me a little example that you called Go and Grow. Tell us about that before yes. we go to break. Okay. I love this. I love seeing people heal the finances, and it's just, it's just great. But many times people prophesy over their their finances. I'll never get out of debt. You prophesied, I'll never get out of debt, okay? Or you prophesied, this giving never works. And you have destroyed prophetically your seed that you have just given. So when I have people give in the offerings or, you know, like, uh, actually, this morning, I sent my monthly partnership in to Sid Roth. And so we laid hands on it, and we said, go and grow. We're speaking that the seed that we sent in today is that we do every month that is going to go and grow and multiply so we, in turn, can give more. And we speak for that seed to go and grow. And I encourage people in our services and so forth to, instead of saying, oh, that giving never works, to speak over your over your finances and your your love offering and say go and grow and multiply in Jesus name. Well that's going Hallelujah. That will be my words over my offerings from now on. Go and grow. So how about you out there? Well listen, we are making available to you Joan's brand new book, You Can Prophesy, and her 3 CD teaching series. Two of the CDs are called Prophetic Empowerment, and this is by Joan and her daughter Melody. The third CD, Practical Application of the Prophetic. And you know what? Along with the great teaching, the practical and powerful teaching here by Joan, this this CD also contains a prophetic impartation from Joan, so I don't want you to miss that. Well, we're going to be back in just a minute, but Joan says that prophecy does not have to be complicated. It's simple. It's simple. I love that. When we come back, we're going to talk about that with our guest, Joan Hunter, and also find out what is the one thing that Joan says she's most excited and most passionate about right now. Be right back. Building on the shoulders of her parents, Charles and Francis Hunter. For over 45 years, Joan Hunter has taught tens of thousands worldwide how to receive their healing and has trained thousands more on how to pray for others to receive their supernatural breakthrough. Now she wants to mentor you in hearing God's voice and operating in the prophetic. Call now and get Joan Hunter's powerful brand new book and her three-part audio CD teaching series, You Can Prophesy. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9412. Joan Hunter's easy to understand book, You Can Prophesy, is a guide for believers who want to learn how to minister prophetically. It is great for beginners and those who are already in ministry. Through this book, you will understand how to hear God's voice clearly and then share the message He gives you effectively with others. Learn key principles to effectively move in the prophetic. Understand how to use prophecy to empower your own life and the lives of those around you. Find out how to proclaim decrees and declarations over yourself and over others that will bring transformation for a better future and cause you to fulfill your God-given destiny. Learn how to prophesy over each day, over your body, your mind, your spirit, and change your circumstances. Joan says you do not have to be a pastor or a well-known minister to be a vessel for God to flow through you prophetically. Any believer can do it. The primary thing is to teach you how to 
hear the voice of God, how to discern from your voice, God's voice, or the enemy's voice talking to you. And once you distinguish that, then at that point, you're just a repeater station. Through Joan Hunter's powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, you will learn how to activate the prophetic gift within you, what to do with a prophetic word when you get one, how to see breakthroughs in your family, how to prophesy over your children, how to prophesy over yourself. Joan Hunter will pray over you to receive a greater impartation of the revelation that you can prophesy, that your ears will be open to hear God clearly and receive boldness to step out in faith like never before to break the negative words off of yourself so you can walk out what God has called you to do. We as individuals can travel anywhere across the street, across our home, wherever we are, we in turn can prophesy and we can be used as an instrument to change somebody's destiny. Well, Joan, I'm gonna prophesy right now. This brand new book, when I speak the title, it's a prophecy to you. You can prophesy. Three CD teaching series, CD one and two, Prophetic Empowerment by Joan and her daughter Melody. CD three, practical, I love that word, practical application of the prophetic, along with all the practical and powerful teachings by Joan. This CD also contains a prophetic impartation from Joan. Now she wants to mentor you. Don't miss out on getting Joan Hunter's powerful brand new book and her three-part audio CD teaching series, You Can Prophesy. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9412. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9412 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or right today. I'm back with our guest, Joan Hunter, for today's program. And, uh, you know, right before we left for break, I said, Joan has told me that there's one thing that she is so excited and so passionate about right now. Joan, tell us about it. Well, one thing in regards to this book that says the title, You Can Prophesy. This particular book right here will teach you how to hear the voice of God how to distinguish God's voice from the enemy's voice or even your own voice. And, but God will usually speak to you through your own voice. And, uh, and I remember, you know, I'm not, I had so many people say, God's not speaking to me. God's not speaking to me. I can't hear God. Well, number one, you need to be quiet a little bit to hear God. <laughs> number two is that people are expecting to hear a word from God, even the privacy of their own home, like, God, ah! you know, you're like, oh, Jesus, help me here. What was that? You know, that was scary enough to death. But God's not going to yell at you like that. He's going to speak, you know, Donna, you know my voice. And you don't have to say, who is that? You know, and, uh, but you know his voice. And it's like with, with my husband, you know, when he calls, even without caller ID, I still know his voice because we communicate, you know, and, uh, and it's kind of cute because, Two of my daughters, I have four daughters, two of my daughters have voices that are very similar. And sometimes I will call and they'll be with the other one. So they'll pass the phone to try to, you know, play a joke on mom. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing with her phone? They go, oh, man, she gets it every time, you know. And not everybody, even their husbands, cannot tell them apart, which is really kind of funny. But mom can. So it's like, yes, that's good. 
that, but they're so much alike. Their voices, it's just amazing. But I know their voice. And, you know, and that's what the thing is, is that you need to know the voice of God. And by spending time with him, not just telling him, petitioning to him, you know, whining, complaining, God, I need, I need, I need. You know, the word says ask. You know, ask, seek, and knock. It's an acronym for ask. And what God wants us to do is to ask, not beg, not plead, but just say, Father, I need direction. I need a prophetic word from you. And, you know, and you might hear, be still. Mm, yes, <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> you know, just listen. And, uh, you know, and then he might tell, tell you, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. And what that scripture means is, as you take a step toward God, God will take a million toward you. Joan, what do you tell people that say, you know, I believe that God spoke to people in days past, in biblical times, you know, but I always say to that, we're still in biblical times. But We're still in biblical times. <laughs> this been written. We are in biblical times. But what do you say to those people that, yes, I, I, that say, I believe that God used to speak to people or spoke to people, but I'm not sure that that is for now? Okay, let me tell you this. I had a situation happen fairly recently. Um, I went into a church. Miracles happened, amazing miracles. And after I left, they told the pastor, this cannot happen anymore because healing has went out with the disciples. It's a mainline church that, that is, I, would, I wouldn't say necessarily charismatic, but it was a mainline denominational church that you would think because of the name on the outside that they believed in miracles. And they said, we will not have healings and miracles happen in this church anymore because it went out with the disciples. Wow. And needless to say, this amazing pastor has left, you know, which is really sad. And But the point is, you're like, people that say that are so missing out on all that God has for them. You know, God's voice has not been silent. You know, it's our ears that have been silent. You know, God's healing hand is not being withheld. It's been pushed away. And his voice is is not being withheld. Something that uh, we talked about earlier uh, when you and I were talking before the program, I absolutely loved this, and I've never heard anybody else say it. You said God was so eager to still talk to his people that the first thing he did when Jesus died on the cross was destroy that veil that had separated him from his people so that we right. can still... Uh, hear that voice and we can go to him personally we can still seek him but it's up to us to listen i hear what you're saying you know just stand still and be quiet for a little bit <laughs> that's, right. that's a good word <laughs> it is and you know and and it's like what am i gonna do 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 and god will give you a scripture peace you know and 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 i mean i just even when i said the word peace I just felt like a tsunami of peace just went through the airwaves. Yeah. And some of you that are listening need to have that peace in your own heart. And, you know, it's like, but you don't understand. No, God understands. And he is wanting us to trust in him and not fear our situation, but trust in him. Because I believe that the opposite of fear is faith, the opposite of faith, is fear. 
And so we can operate in fear. We can operate in faith. It is our choice. But you don't know how hard it is. Yeah, I do. You know, you're faced with losing your home, losing your life. You've lost everything emotionally. You've lost um, everybody. It seemed like everybody has turned against you. Everybody's lost your job. Then the doctors tell you you have two years to live. You basically don't have any income whatsoever. Your children are blaming you from things that you didn't do, just something that they had heard. And, um, you know, and that was me. Yes. That was me in the year 2000. And the doctors gave me up. The, the counselors, Christian counselors gave me up. They said, there's no hope. We can't help you. And, and I went, I turned to God and I said, God, the world can't offer me any help. Even the spiritual, you know, on fire Christian counselors say, you'll never, ever get over this. And, and I would keep going, but I'm going to live and not die. I'm going to live and not die. I'm going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And it wasn't, I'm, I did not say, I'm going to exist. I'm going to exist. I'm going to exist. No, I said, I am going to live. And the word says that he is going to give us life and life abundant. He died on the cross according to the word so that we will have life and life abundant here on the earth. And that's the amazing thing, that we are to have life here, abundant life above what we can over, ever hope, dream, or imagine here on the earth. Amen. Here, now. Amen. Amen. Peace, which is great. Yes. Um, I wanted to I just wanted to take just a second and say that is something that is so personal to me. And I feel like for so many people out there that we just need to to learn to hear God's voice. And then when we hear that voice to prophesy over ourselves, that is something that I'm learning for myself. Um, I can I can use that word and prophesy over others, but you can also use it for yourself. Joan says you don't have to seek a prophet. You don't have to look for somebody else. You can hear God's voice and you can prophesy over yourself. And hearing his voice is so important. Joan, you told me about it. It is every area. You told me about your daughter, Abigail, who was hearing God's voice and didn't even realize that that's what it was. Do you think some people out there are hearing God's voice so they just need to learn how to recognize it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, she, you know, in, in the book, I share about how she was getting ready for work and she was just like, I don't feel really comfortable in this blouse. I'm going to go change. So she went and changed. She goes, I wonder if I should stop and get and have some protein for breakfast this morning before I go to work, you know. And and she goes, okay, I think I'll go get some. And she's kind of having this conversation, so to speak, with herself. So she gets to the office, and uh, and she's on her break, and they come running in there. And they said, Abigail, Abigail, um, somebody, you know, has died in the front office. And it's like, for real. And she goes, they go, for real. <laughs> So she goes out there. She's only want to do CPR in the whole entire bank. And so she starts performing CPR on this woman, and she comes back to life, and it was it was really exciting. She goes, Mom, if I hadn't changed my shirt, I couldn't have done it. If I had not eaten, I wouldn't have had the energy to do it. And Patricia and her became very good friends. It turned out that Patricia loved my mom and dad and read all my mom and dad's books and everything, which was very fun. Um, she lived six years longer, uh, just recently passed away, but had six more years of, of health, which was really awesome. And, and so I told Abigail, I said, 
I, after I prayed for the trauma to leave her heart and her body, <laughs> I said, um, I said, you realize that was God talking to you? She goes, oh, mom, no, it wasn't. I said, who told you to change clothes? Who told you to get some protein in you before you went to work? Well, that was me. I said, that was God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And she said, that was God speaking to me? And she expected once again, Abigail, you know, no. <laughs> it was that still small voice saying, you need to change because I know what I've got planned for you today. And it's not planned for you just to sit, you know, behind your desk. It's plans for you to save somebody's life. And, and God knew that, and I prophesied that within two days, something very dramatic would happen at her office. I didn't know what it was, but it would change her destiny, and she would be made a hero. And she says, if that can't happen, you don't understand. I said, I'm just telling you, I'm repeating what God tells me. Then at this point, she saves Patricia's life. The next day, in the whole bank... They couldn't hardly even house all the flowers that she got. Wow. She was named as the hero of this bank, National Organization. That is amazing. Phoenix named her Hero of the Week to television. And then in April, um, the following year, she was Hero of NASCAR. Hero of NASCAR. Yep, NASCAR. (laughs) She was Hero of the Year of NASCAR. And she got married the following, the next day. So, but I prophesied, I said, we need to have rehearsal dinner on Friday. She says, that's fine. I don't care. And it's a Saturday. Well, it turned out Saturday is when NASCAR needed her and television and radio and all over NASCAR. Now, she didn't marry a NASCAR driver, right? She did not. Okay. You know what? I love good teaching, but I'm a kind of a person that I love examples. I want to hear an example. And that's a wonderful example of one of the ways that God speaks to us through just that that still small voice or that feeling that we get inside of us. What's some other ways, Joan? Well, let me just also say that you can prophesy over yourself. You can prophesy publicly. You can prophesy to the person on the street. And then you can prophesy to your family. You know, you can prophesy to your spouse. And it's it's so awesome, you know, and, and I teach you, and I, I will tell you this. I had somebody read the book the other day and uh, who had a radio program, and I said, he says, I love your books. He says, they're not just, oh, this is a really neat book. I learn and I am equipped by the time I'm done with your books. And, and this book is an equipping book that will teach you how to hear and discern the voice of God how to prophesy over you, your finances, your family, and in the public, and as evangelism, as you go on the street and do it. Now, another area that I absolutely love is prophesying like something in the natural happening, and then making it say, God, is there something prophetically that you're wanting to talk to me about? Is there something that I need to learn about this? And uh, what are you speaking to me prophetically through a quarter on the ground? And, you know, and God will tell you, you ask and he'll tell you. And so, uh, for example, I was going to Haiti the other day and, uh, and I was going through the line and any money that is through TSA and that type of thing on the ground, I pick it up. We have a special fund 
that it goes into. And uh, and so I was picking it up, you know, and, and here wherever I go, they collect millions of dollars every year on the floor at the airports. Uh, and go yes. To charity. Yeah, a million. There's about a million per airport. It's it's amazing. And so I don't get that much. I get a couple hundred dollars a year, which is is fun. It's, it's a fund, and it's got the word fun in it. So, and uh, so anyway, that and then. Uh, so I was going through TSA, breezed through there, no problem. I was by myself. The others didn't have the TSA pre-approved. And there's a, a TSA agent there and, you know, arms crossed, you know, legs minorly separated, guarding, you know, when you walk through. And, like, two her legs on the ground, I can see a quarter. I'm like, I am so not getting that quarter. <laughs> I'm going to let that one stay. And so I went down a few feet further picked there was a penny on the ground so i picked it up put it in the fund thing i have a little special place that i I carry it off for the road and empty it when i get home and so i'm I'm in there and i'm like and so all of a sudden they said okay everybody stop you know of course what do you do you raise your hands up you know i'm fine my hands are up to the air you know and um he says okay all of you you have to go back through so at that point we all breathed right back through but she was gone she had moved, and I'm like, that quarter is mine. That quarter is mine, and of course I got it. And uh, and so I'm on my way to the gate, and I'm like, okay, God, what are you telling me through that example? And and he said, and just so everybody knows, I'm not so poor. I do not have to live off of that quarter. It's just something fun to do. And so I, and I said, God, what are you what are you telling me through that? And what are you telling me not only to tell me but to tell others? And so at that point, I said, you know, he was speaking to me, and he says, he says, there's money and treasures, ideas, inventions that have been hit or stolen. Some can be seen, some cannot be seen, but they have been blocked by different things and different circumstances. I am removing the blockages, and I tell you what, many of you are receiving what I'm saying right now, and I'm going to be removing the blockages uh, in your life that is keeping the blessings, not just finances, but the blessings from coming upon you. That those roadblocks, the dams, all of those are going to be completely gone, and the blessings of God are going to be allowed to flow like you have never seen in your entire life. Now, I want you to receive what I have just said. I'm speaking over you prophetically that now is your time. Now is your time to receive incredible supernatural breakthrough like you've never seen before. Things that have been hidden from you whether and are kept from you, whether healing, whether finances, whether uh, estranged relationships, spouses, children, etc. Whatever it is, whatever is being withheld from you, that whatever has been withholding it is now broken off of you and it's going to happen it's going to flow like you have never thought this would ever happen in your life before and i speak complete restoration health and wholeness body mind soul spirit and finances into your life in jesus name amen amen john Hallelujah. we're going to take a break there um 
Sid and I want to make sure that we get this into your hands today. It's Joan's brand new book, You Can Prophesy, and her three CD teaching series. Two of the CDs are called Prophetic Empowerment by Joan and her daughter Melody. The third one is uh, one that Joan has prepared especially for you for this program, Practical Application of the Prophetic. And this CD includes a prophetic impartation from Joan, so be sure to get that. If you want to learn to hear God's voice clearly, and to speak for him to others, you can do it. Joan is going to teach you how to activate that gift within you. You may be wondering, what's a prophetic word worth? Well, one of Joan's prophetic words was worth millions of dollars. We'll be right back. Building on the shoulders of her parents, Charles and Francis Hunter. For over 45 years, Joan Hunter has taught tens of thousands worldwide how to receive their healing and has trained thousands more on how to pray for others to receive their supernatural breakthrough. Now she wants to mentor you in hearing God's voice and operating in the prophetic. Call now and get Joan Hunter's powerful brand new book and her three-part audio CD teaching series, You Can Prophesy. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9412. Joan Hunter's easy to understand book, You Can Prophesy, is a guide for believers who want to learn how to minister prophetically. It is great for beginners and those who are already in ministry. Through this book, you will understand how to hear God's voice clearly and then share the message He gives you effectively with others. Learn key principles to effectively move in the prophetic. Understand how to use prophecy to empower your own life and the lives of those around you. Find out how to proclaim decrees and declarations over yourself and over others that will bring transformation for a better future and cause you to fulfill your God-given destiny. Learn how to prophesy over each day, over your body, your mind, your spirit, and change your circumstances. Joan says you do not have to be a pastor or a well-known minister to be a vessel for God to flow through you prophetically. Any believer can do it. The primary thing is to teach you how to hear the voice of God, how to discern from your voice God's voice or the enemy's voice talking to you. And once you distinguish that, then at that point, you're just a repeater station. Through Joan Hunter's powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, you will learn how to activate the prophetic gift within you, what to do with a prophetic word when you get one, how to see breakthroughs in your family, how to prophesy over your children, how to prophesy over yourself. Joan Hunter will pray over you to receive a greater impartation of the revelation that you can prophesy, that your ears will be open to hear God clearly and receive boldness to step out in faith like never before to break the negative words off of yourself so you can walk out what God has called you to do. We as individuals can travel anywhere across the street, across our home, wherever we are, we in turn can prophesy and we can be used as an instrument to change somebody's destiny. Well, Joan, I'm going to prophesy right now. This brand new book, when I speak the title, it's a prophecy to you. You can prophesy. Three CD teaching series, CD one and two, Prophetic Empowerment by Joan and her daughter Melody. CD three, practical, love that word, practical application of the prophetic, along with all the practical and powerful teachings by Joan. This CD also contains a prophetic impartation 
from Joan. Now she wants to mentor you. Don't miss out on getting Joan Hunter's powerful brand new book and her three-part audio CD teaching series, You Can Prophesy. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9412. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9412 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or right today. I'm back with Joan Hunter. As I said earlier, one of my very favorite people on the planet. So, Joan, thank you so much for being here. Uh, you know what? In the oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm so excited. In the last segment, we mentioned NASCAR. Now, not to make this a sports show or anything, but I have a baseball story that I want you to tell. So, uh, tell me the story about God speaking through a baseball game. Well, this is just something that just literally recently happened. Um, I love sharing and hearing prophetic words, you know, from different people and different examples. I teach, once again, to take something in the natural and ask God, is there something prophetic that you want me to learn from this? Um, I met a young man, and uh, so called of God, I prophesied over him that God's got an incredible call in his life. He's traveled the world, um, and God wants to use him in a magnificent way. And in talking to him and, and so forth, he was at home uh, living in Chicago. I live in the Houston area, and he lives in Chicago. And he's saying, he says, God, are you encouraging me, telling me to step out and that I need to move to Houston and and be a part of what Joan is doing, etc." And God, I'm at a point right now where I can do A, or whatever you want me to do, if A is not your perfect will, and and so he's and A was a phenomenal offer. I mean, phenomenal mentorship and the whole bit, but it just didn't settle in him because it would be more localized rather than being worldwide. In the process of prophesying to him that it's going to go worldwide, he's going to touch the world, da 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 da, and uh, so anyway. He, he's praying, he's, he's mildly got his head down, not bowed in prayer, but he's like, God, what do you want me to do? And he goes, I need you to speak to me. And he looks up and he's at a restaurant that had a television going, and there was a, a baseball game playing. And it was the Chicago Cubs playing the Houston Astros, and the Houston team was winning. He says, I guess you want me to move to Houston because they're ahead. And, and he had the choice to stay where he was or get ahead and by moving to Houston. And so he's in the process right now of moving to Houston. Well, the point is, is that God will speak to you even through a baseball game. He'll speak to you through a quarter on the floor. He will speak to you in many, many areas. And he's trying to get a word in, but it's not going to be, you know, Donna, you're supposed to move. It's not going to be that blatant. He wants you to hear his voice and speak his voice and seek his perfect will, and he will reveal it to you. And it may be through a baseball game. You never can tell. Well, you know what? I, I'm a huge baseball fan, so now you've just given me a good reason to watch more baseball. 
So that's there what you go. There you go. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch more baseball. <laughs> well, Joan, I'm sure a lot of our listeners' ears perked up at, uh, when we ended our last segment, saying that one of your prophetic words was worth millions of dollars. That usually gets up. Uh, uh, a lot of people's attention, but uh, yes, and you have stayed with us to hear this particular story, <laughs> which is awesome. Exactly, and it's <laughs> it started with a very unusual word, one word that God spoke to you. Now, in the book, I talk about remember the word is not for you; the word is for you to give it, and it's meant most of the time for somebody else. Sometimes the words can mean something to you, too. And so you just say, I received that one, too. Like uh, the one I prophesied earlier, I'm like, I received that one, too. But I'm, I'm sitting in the pulpit, and and I'm I'm getting a prophetic word, and I'm going to God. I'm going, really? Really, God? You want me to say coffee? And, and he's like, yes, the word is coffee. And I'm like, really? Can you not say coffee, creamer, coffee, something, just coffee and, and it was kind of a funny conversation and uh, over a matter of seconds and so I said I have a very strange word from the Lord and I said it has to do with the word coffee and there's a blessing coming through coffee and and I was faithful in giving the word and there was a couple in the back that started and they started screaming and crying and wailing and I'm like what's going on and, you know, and the word was coffee, restoration, blessing you through coffee, et cetera. And, uh, and so sometimes we got to be faithful with the one word, then God will give us more. And so in being faithful with the word coffee, he said, it's like restoration, et cetera, et cetera. Well, their, spot, their coffee plantations had been stolen from them. Their inheritance of the coffee plantations had been stolen from them. And I prophesied before I knew anything that they would be restored. And I was at this particular meeting over the weekend. By the time I left, the coffee plantations had been restored to them in their name, and it was worth millions of dollars. Sometimes we just need to hear a word from the Lord. Yes. Uh, that is going to encourage us because they had given up. Uh, they had given up. They were they were destitute, and they didn't know they they were they were so devastated because other memory members of the family had totally taken them out, and and so I want to encourage you. You need to start prophesying that what has been stolen to be restored to you. And, you know, it's like, um, I prophesy, there's somebody out here that has lost an heirloom ring. And just speak to that ring, to, that that ring is coming back home. And Father, send your angels, do something, but it's going to appear supernaturally. And I am prophesying that that ring is going to be restored to you. And I prophesied, um, that a, this is really strange, but that there would be a vacuum cleaner restored. It happened to be a name brand, and I called out the name brand of it, high-end, over a $1,500 vacuum cleaner that had been stolen. I prophesied that it would be restored. 
and that it would come back. And and the the exact one did not come back, but the exact copy of it's a different vacuum cleaner did come back twelve years ago, and it still runs perfectly. Wow! And it was one was stolen, and and somebody else gifted the exact same vacuum cleaner. Wow! Wow! That's and so amazing. It doesn't have to be vacuum cleaner for vacuum cleaner, but. It was completely restored. I prophesied it, and it came back. And it, it took about two years. And this is something that's, um, that's also I cover in the book is timing. You know, you get a prophetic word that, you know, that, that you're going to get married. Okay, well, a month later, you haven't still haven't met the man. Okay, it must be a false prophet. You know, there are timings for different situations. Some situations, like I may prophesy, that, you know, to George, generic George, that George, uh, you're getting ready to move. Well, some people go home, they start packing, they sell their house and have no place to go and no place to live. Well, that's not how you respond. You say, God, is this of you? Test it, you know. Um, And I said, like, sometimes I'll say, does this mean anything to you? Rarely, but upon occasion, they'll go, no, I don't relate to this. You will understand in the very near future. And they'll go, this is what Joan was talking about, okay? So there's a, a timing of that. Um, we need to, and then we also need to ask ourselves, what do I need to do not to make the prophetic word happen, but do I need to do anything in my life to, um, I, I want to emphasize not make it happen, but, but pr- provide the avenue for it to happen. Like, for example, I was prophesied I was going to re- get remarried, and and I'm like, okay, and I, and I looked in my closet. I have clothes to wear on TV, to clean the yard, and everything in between, okay? And, and I thought, if I get married, he doesn't even have room for a pair of jeans in my closet. So I get a prophetic word. I look at my circumstances. And then at that point, I start giving some of my clothes away. I'm making room for that miracle to happen. I'm not making the miracle happen, but I'm providing room for that to happen. Right, right. Joan, you make it so simple. And for those people listening that don't know where to start, uh, Scripture is a good place. You said there are prophetic Scriptures that we can use for right now. They're promises, and you can make them a now word. What does that mean? Well, making it a now word, I'll give you an example. Deuteronomy 1.11, may the Lord God, may, may the Lord, the God of your ancestors, increase you a thousand times and bless you as he's promised you. Taking that scripture, not, not changing the scripture, but making it a today scripture, is by adding the word today. Today, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, pointing to the mirror again, is going to increase you a thousand times and bless you as he has promised you. You've taken the word, taken it from a somewhere down the road word into a today word. And uh, another one is Isaiah forty-nine twenty-five, And it says, I will contend with those who contend with you, and I will save your children. That is, a, you know, it's a little bit more involved than that. But it says, but thus says the Lord. And then when you point to yourself, but thus says the Lord, today he will contend 
with all that are contending with you, and he is going to save your children. And instead of making it I from God, it's he in making it prophetic over you. He will save your children. He will bless your children, and, and it will turn things around. Now, if you're going through a difficult situation, um, you know, and it's like you're having a hard time financially, prophesy over yourself, Philippians 4.19, that your God is going to supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Not according to your riches and glory, not according to your job, but according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I actually give several examples of this, how to prophesy over, prophesy scripture over yourself. And if you're, if you're like, God, what do you want me to do? It doesn't look like this or it doesn't look like that. And, uh, and then there's another one. It's in um, Jeremiah 29, 11. And it says, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. This is God's plan for us. This is God's perfect will for us to bless us to prosper us, to give us hope and and a future. And 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 that's like so exciting right there. Protection. And it talks about the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, that he promises to protect us. Psalm ninety one is a whole example of God's protection. Start quoting some of these things over yourself. Some of you that, um, you know, may be brokenhearted, discouraged, things like that, just start quoting over yourself. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I praise God for that scripture. I am living proof of that scripture because God, in turn, has totally taken me where the world, the doctors, the counselors, uh, the the CPA, everybody has totally, completely, had, had totally, completely given up on me. And they said I would never make it mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, or financially. And I tell you what, I am well in every area. I I listened. I heard what they all said. I did not accept it in my spirit. I said, in the name of Jesus, I cut those words off. I'm going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. I am not going to file bankruptcy. I am going to make it. God is my source, not my job. He's going to multiply the finances that I have. He's given me wisdom on how to handle the finances, et cetera. And, and, and I said, God, you know, you can, I can lose the breath. It's no big deal, but I can't live with a broken heart. And so I went after getting my heart healed. And when I got rid of the betrayal, the unforgiveness, and the trauma, and the worry, then the breast cancer left, but also my broken heart syndrome left, and I have a brand new physical heart uh, verified by the the heart specialist this year. He says, I've never seen a heart beat that beats so strong. Wow, that's amazing. I'm in my 60s. (laughs) This is not a normal heart. That is amazing. That's great. One of the most powerful prophetic words that you talk about, Joan, is destiny. Now, you talk about power here. This word is so powerful. When you speak this prophetically over people, you've actually seen people come back from the dead. Give me a couple examples. 
Yeah, we had uh, this one lady, uh, she was telling her story. She was on her way out to Phoenix and from Cincinnati had to change planes in St. Louis. So she takes off, getting ready, you know, flying over, and they said, we're going to have to make an emergency landing because of a medical situation. Natural thought is if we make a special landing, emergency landing, I'm going to miss my connection. I'm not going to make it out there in time to speak. So normal reaction, nothing bad against her. And so this lady is like, you know, dead right there. She she died in her seat. And and so once she got rid of her the that thought process that she had, she goes, No, that woman is gonna walk out her destiny. So she stands up, she says, You're gonna walk out your destiny. It's not over here on the plane, you're gonna walk out your destiny and she takes a deep breath and sits up and gets back in her seat. And they land in St. Louis and she makes her connection. And, you know, of course, the EMTs are there, but she was fine, totally, completely fine. And the other day I was flying home and I had been upgraded to first class and they brought this, per- they wanted to know if there's EMTs, et cetera, on the plane. So they, they brought them up and they started giving them fluid, you know, IDs, et cetera, on the plane. And uh, so we're getting ready to land and they didn't expect him to live after we landed. And, you know, and, and, and so I was like, okay, God, this is not good. I remember what Brandy did. So I'm like, you're going to walk. I had no idea who he was, his age. I couldn't see him or anything. And I said, you're going to walk out your destiny. You're going to walk out your destiny. You're going to get off this plane. You're going to be fine, you know, and you're not going to be hauled off, you know, dead. Okay. They tried to put him in a seat. He couldn't even sit in the seat. He had to land laying down in the aisle in first class. And um, and so long story short is they came, they got him off the plane. He was probably about 40 years old, sitting up on the gurney and fine. And sometimes we need to speak that over our children. Though they haven't died physically, that we're going to speak, that they're going to walk out their destiny, that they're going to be blessed, they're going to be prosperous, and they're going to walk out their destiny. Too many times we have spoken things that are not very good over our children or, or say over our sons-in-law, daughter-in-law, mother-in-law, whatever, you know, and, uh, oh, he's the worst thing that ever could have happened to my daughter. Change your mouth. And you start changing your mouth, changing your confession, prophesy that prophesy over your son-in-law. He is going to be the best son-in-law ever. And I have prophesied that over three of my sons-in-laws. I don't have the fourth one yet. And but three of my sons-in-laws, and they are the most incredible sons-in-laws that you could ever fathom. Now, when they first got married, one of them wasn't so particular, but but he's turned into be amazing. <laughs> and and I would just prophesy and prophesy over him that he would walk out and recognize his destiny. Did he hear me prophesying over him? Absolutely not. No. But I would prophesy that he's a man of God. That's what his name actually means, that he's a man of God. He's going to be a mighty warrior for God. I was calling his name into fruition of what his mother named him 35, 40 years ago. And and he has become the meaning of his name. He has become, in the natural, what I have prophesied over him for the last 10 years. We just need to prophesy over our family, over our finances, that this is going to, I'm going to be able to give more this, I'm going to be able to give more this year than I made last year. 
start prophesying that over your finances and see what God will do to, you, to your finances. Amen. You know, I am blessed. I am highly, highly favored of the Lord. Every seed I send in is going to go and grow and multiply back so I can give more. He's enabling me to give more. Joan, before we say goodbye to the listeners today, uh, would you pray uh, whatever God is giving you for them today? Would you pray? I will. Father, right now, I thank you that through these airwaves today that you are going, you are sending out Holy Ghost Q-tips, cleaning out their ears of anything that has gotten between them hearing your voice. So, Father, right now, I thank you for clearing out their ears so that they can hear you more clearly, that they'll be able to recognize your voice. I speak a greater impartation of a desire to know more about you, to draw closer to you than they've ever drawn in their entire life. And, Father, I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in their life. Father, I thank you for the revelation that they have received today, that they too can prophesy, that you want to just prophesy over them. And Father, I thank you that you are imparting to them the revelation that they can prophesy also. And it's very, very simple that we just hear and repeat, hear and repeat. And Father, I thank you that they're hearing you in a greater way in every area of their lives. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I speak blessings beyond what you could ever hope, dream, or imagine that you've ever, ever experienced in your life. I speak a blessing over you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Joan. Joan teaches you that you can prophesy and that you can learn to hear God's voice. It's not complicated. It's simple. Joan says it's simple, and she's going to teach you in very practical and simple ways. So be sure to order Joan's brand new book, You Can Prophesy, and her three CD teaching series, Prophetic Empowerment and Practical Application of the Prophetic. You know, the Bible declares that every word of God that goes forth produces results, and he wants those words to come from you. God is calling all of us believers to start speaking up, start prophesying healing, destiny, breakthrough. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start speaking up. How about you? Prophecy doesn't have to be complicated. Joan Hunter says it's simple. We're making available to you Joan's brand new book, You Can Prophesy, in her three CD teaching series. CDs one and two, Prophetic Empowerment, by Joan and her daughter Melody. CD three, Practical Application of the Prophetic. This CD is practical and powerful teaching by Joan, and it also contains a prophetic impartation from Joan. Order You Can Prophesy today for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9412. Once again, that's offer number 9412.